Welcome to the Happy Healthy Mom podcast, the podcast that's all about helping you become the mom you've always dreamed of. I'm Bree, the wife, mom, registered nurse, and certified health coach who is passionate about helping you cut through the overwhelm, noise, and frustration so that you feel empowered and hopeful in making all the right choices to find true wellness for yourself and your family. Are you ready to be a happy, healthy mom? Awesome. Let's dive in. The information in this podcast is not intended to heal, treat, or cure. It's not intended as medical advice or to replace an individual relationship with a qualified healthcare professional. Please continue visiting with and being treated by your primary care physician or healthcare provider. Welcome, welcome. I'm so happy and thankful that you're here with me today. And today we're going to be talking about three things that are contributing to your brain fog. Now, as with any, you know, health issue or symptom, anything that's going on with our body, there is very rarely just one cause. There is usually many contributing factors. Um, so I'm going to talk about three things and I picked these three things because I feel like these have a huge impact, um, on our brain fog and it's pretty easy to start to make changes with these and to notice results pretty quickly. Um, these three things definitely were a huge problem for me and were not only causing and contributing to my brain fog, but they were also contributing to other things I was experiencing, experiencing like my depression, my anxiety, my migraines, bloating, gas, and on and on and on. Because like I said, you know, we there's just so many things that contribute to all these health issues and symptoms and not very fun things that, that we're experiencing. And a lot of them just kind of go hand in hand anyway. So the first two things I'm going to talk about, and I lumped these two things together um, for a couple of reasons. So the two things are sugar and toxins. Um, So first, I do consider sugar to be one of the worst toxins out there, and that's because it's everywhere. It is everywhere. It's kind of crazy, you know, places where we don't even expect it to be. Um, it's easy to get and it's really cheap and let's be real. It tastes good. So super dangerous combination there. Um, second sugar and toxins have a stacking effect or, you know, a cumulative effect and how they negatively impact our health. So we're exposed to more than we really might know or think that we're exposed to. And it's having um, an impact on our health, on our body's natural ability to detox. Um, So the problem happens not if we're having sugar like every great once in a while or if we're using, you know, chemical filled lotion every great once in a while. It happens when we're using them every single day. If we're consuming toxins, you know, multiple times throughout every single day. Our body just cannot keep up with detoxing these things from our body. It's overloaded, you know, so right there we can see how that could be like draining our energy, for example. You know, low energy is a huge symptom of or a huge sign of brain fog. So if our body is just constantly, constantly 
working just in trying to maintain like a low level of, you know, toxins in our system. But like I said, it's constantly, constantly working. That is a huge source of where our energy is going. It just can't keep up with how much junk is coming in. And then, like I said, they have a stacking effect. So, you know, maybe we're having some sugar in the morning and then we're putting on chemical filled makeup and then we have a sugary coffee drink with a sugary snack. And then, um, you know, we're staying inside most of the day where honestly, that's where a lot of toxins and chemicals are is in indoors. Um, the reason why sugar is everywhere is because the food industry knows that our taste buds are drawn to sugar. So they put it in things where it really doesn't even make sense, like salsa and chicken broth. When I first really started paying attention to labels, I was confused (laughs) and kind of blown away that I was finding salsa or sugar in things like salsa and chicken broth. You know, we expect them in cookies and cakes and those kinds of things, but not really the savory, you know, the savory things, right? Um, I feel like there's some confusion out there too. You know, when I'm working with clients and helping them clear their brain fog, we of course talk about sugar a lot and how to, you know, stop our sugar cravings and, and eat less sugar, (laughs) um, and more, they tend to not really even know what counts as sugar or added sugar. So let's talk about that a little bit right now. So of course, you know, things like refined sugar um, count as sugar or added sugar, but so do organic sugar, raw sugar, honey, syrup, and juice. Juice is a big one that causes a lot of confusion because, you know, we tend to think sometimes that juice can be healthy for us or beneficial, but when we're taking the juice out of fruit, for example, we're taking away the really important parts like the fiber, the meat of the fruit, which helps our body process, you know, the natural sugar. So juice is really just sugar. And it's so important to read labels Because things like honey and syrup and juice aren't considered to be added sugar by the food industry, so those aren't included in the grams on the label. So not only should you be looking at the grams, you know, the amount of sugar or added sugar in what you're eating, but look at the ingredients as well. Um, Sugar and toxins are contributing to our nutrient deficiency, inflammation. They just invade our cells and then they activate an immune response as well. So I mentioned inflammation and I feel like I need to kind of clarify, um, you know, between the differences or the different types of inflammation. So we have acute inflammation. So, you know, right now, I have a pimple. It's that time of the month. So I have a pimple. My daughter is seven and always gets bruises and scrapes and bumps. Um, And so, you know, in those times with those things, we're experiencing acute inflammation, which is good. Acute inflammation is in response to, you know, a pimple or an injury or whatever. And it's actually helping that thing heal. The trouble begins when we have chronic systemic inflammation. So 
we have this inflammation, not necessarily as a response to like, uh, you know, injury that happened right now. And it's going on for a really long time. And it's in, you know, a large part, if not all of our systems, all of our bodies, our organs, like everywhere, even inside, right? That's where we start to see a lot of health issues. Um, so sugar and toxins and inflammation contribute to the third thing I want to talk about, which is poor gut health. But first, let me know if you feel like sugar is a problem for you. Take a screenshot of you listening to this and share it. Tag me at Hippie Dippy Mom. You can also feel free just to DM me at Hippie Dippy Mom. Today's episode is brought to you by the 10-Day Bust Your Brain Fog Challenge. This is 10 days of videos and proven tips to help you gain energy, balance your mood, and much more. You'll also receive the free guide for moms who want to boost their mood and their memory, as well as 101 non-toxic household items. You can register for the 10-day challenge at hippydippymom.com forward slash best brain fog or find the link in the show notes. So the third thing, like I mentioned, is poor gut health, and I'm not going to get too much into it today because I talked way more about it in episode 18, which was all about the connection between the gut and the brain. Um, so I'll just talk super briefly about poor gut health and how it starts to affect things like our brain function and brain fog. So as I really went into, like I said, last episode, there is definitely a direct brain and gut connection. Um, Sometimes the very first signs or symptoms of like brain fog or poor brain health is poor gut health. you know, and then in talking about sugar and toxins and inflammation, um, those things actually contribute to poor gut health or a leaky gut. But then we start to kind of see this really bad cycle start to happen where, you know, we're eating sugar and taking in other toxins. We start to get inflamed. Then that contributes to leaky gut. And then we have these bigger particles of food leaking out into our system. Um, And then, you know, everything associated with leaky gut leads to more inflammation. And then another thing with leaky gut is that we tend to have an overgrowth of bad bacteria where we want a really good balance of both good and bad bacteria in our gut. And the bad bacteria feeds off of sugar. So sometimes when we're craving sugar, it's not your fault. (laughs) I know that I used to wonder, you know, like what's wrong with me? Why can't I just not crave this? But you know, what I didn't know at that time is that the bad bacteria is taking over and sending signals to your brain to just feed it sugar. Like it needs sugar to survive. And then that's, you know, it just takes over. Like that's all you can think about. And you're not even satisfied when you do eat sugar. So, you know, we again, start eating the sugar, have the toxins, inflammation, then the leaky gut, which leads to more inflammation and leads to us craving sugar. And then we just kind of go around and around. And it really becomes just kind of the spiral where we're going to see 
some kind of health issues come up as a result of it. Um, you know, just kind of a base level, um, you know, of cell functioning. Our bodies are designed, like I said, to detox. Our bodies are designed to prevent illness and disease. But should something start to, you know, happen in our body, our body is also designed to heal. And sugar and toxins and inflammation and poor gut health just totally mess with our cell basic function. They just cannot do what they're designed to do. And anything, you know, our body is designed to be healthy. Like that's it. It's designed to be healthy. And our job really is just to support its basic natural functions. And anything other than healthy um, is abnormal. And I know that we all have like our own things that we consider to be healthy. But here is kind of just like a basic general definition of what I think really applies to everybody as far as what healthy means. And that is having sustainable energy all day, rarely getting sick in any way, shape, or form, being the weight that's right for our body, and being happy. So if there's anything going on that is other than what I just said, then we need to address probably all three of these things, the sugar, the toxins, and the poor gut health. So let me know if this is making sense to you. Again, take a quick screenshot of you listening to this, um, share it, and then tag me at Hippy Dippy Mom. So now what the heck do we do to break this cycle of sugar and the toxins leading to the inflammation and the leaky gut and so on and so on and so on, and then all of that leading to brain fog? Well, first things first. So we have to start listening to our body again. We've been told over so many years that we're not the expert in the health of our own body because we don't have a degree, and that is total BS. You know yourself and your family way better than anyone else on this planet. So you have to be listening to what your body is telling you, and your body is constantly communicating with you. So the easiest way to get back in touch and, you know, start listening to our body again is to journal. So, you know, keep track of what you're eating and you're drinking every day, all day, and be really honest. This is just for you to see. So don't eat cookies and then like not journal it because you feel guilty. Put everything down so that you can really start to get a crystal clear picture. And then also write down how you're feeling physically and emotionally every single day. And doing this will help you start to connect the dots on what's making you feel not so great. So you might start to notice that, you know, when you eat this, you start to feel this within 20 to 30 minutes or maybe even three days later. Um, And then, you know, just eliminate that thing and see if you feel any better. It's really that easy. And then second, start to watch your sugar intake. Now, at this point, I'm not even asking you to make any changes to your sugar intake. Just start to watch it. Observe. Start to learn how to read labels properly. Most of us don't even know how to read labels. Um, And know that for an adult woman, the recommended daily amount of added sugar is 25 grams. So start to look at labels and just, like I said, observe how much sugar you're actually consuming. You might be surprised. I know I was 
blown away. I was getting four, maybe even five times the amount of um, recommended, the recommended daily amount of added sugar, which really shocked me, but explained why I was not feeling good ever. The third thing is start to reduce the amount of the toxins that you're exposed to. So many of us are exposed to so many toxins every day just with everyday items that we're we're using, our skincare products, our beauty products, our cleaning products. So start to reduce um, those, you know, the amount of toxins that you're exposed to. And then join the free 10-day challenge that I created just to help you bust your brain fog where we go into more detail about all the things I talked about here, plus a couple more things that contribute to brain fog. And you can sign up for that 10-day challenge at hippydippymom.com forward slash bust brain fog. The link will also be in the show notes. And if you know that you're so ready to conquer brain fog, you're tired of being tired, tired of being cranky and feeling hopeless, like these are just things you have to deal with or, you know, struggle through, please schedule your free 60-minute call with me and we'll work to get you on track to being happy and full of energy and just being the mom that you've always dreamed of. Remember, as we know better, we do better. Take care, friend.